Hey there, welcome to The Green Room, a regular podcast where we take a look at news and culture through a two-lane lens. I'm Ryan Rivette, and I'll be your host today while we explore entrepreneurism in New Orleans. Originally, this story was scheduled to be part of our Katrina and Beyond coverage, which commemorated the 10 years since the storm. I went to the Idea Village to get the insider's perspective on the genesis of entrepreneurism in New Orleans post-Katrina. And after talking to some people who have their finger firmly on the city's startup pulse, I wasn't convinced this was a Katrina story after all. For those of you that don't know, if you're talking about the entrepreneurial ecosystem in New Orleans, you'll eventually get to the Idea Village, assuming, of course, that you didn't start there. Tim Williamson is a New Orleans native and the CEO and co-founder of the Idea Village. He's also a graduate of Tulane and a really good guy. So I asked him to tell me about how entrepreneurism started in the city after the federal floodwaters receded 10 years ago. He told me it didn't start then, not by a long shot. It actually isn't new. Uh, New Orleans is one of the most entrepreneurial cities in the country, and in fact, a Tulane professor, Lawrence Powell, has stated that capitalism was actually uh, created in New Orleans and was the original Silicon Valley. So if you think about New Orleans' historical significance in 1718, we were founded in a swamp with snakes and alligators, and there was a vision that we could be a world-class city. And then in the 1800s, the city developed our own food, our own music, and our own culture became the queen city of the South. And then something happened in the 1900s uh, when we had a severe decline and, quite frankly, complacency set in. Okay, fair enough. Point taken. My mistake. So entrepreneurism didn't start here in the wake of Katrina, but the current wave of entrepreneurism did, right? Well, not really. Not according to Tim. So the current entrepreneurial movement, in my personal opinion, started in the late 1990, uh, 2000s. And I think there was a phenomenon of all those folks who who were born in New Orleans and had to leave in the 80s. Uh, personally, I graduated from Tulane in 87, and my parents said, you got to get out of here, and that's when the oil industry crashed. So in the late 1990s and 2000s, these folks came back home. So the Ida Village specifically was founded by these folks who were from New Orleans, moved away, came back home, and believed in the power of entrepreneurship. Early in 2000s, you started to see a, a semblance of, of hope, and there was this belief that maybe change was afoot. From 2002 to 2005, we're really for building this from the ground up and trying to find entrepreneurs and trying to find the institutions in the community that could support entrepreneurship. Tulane was one of the key drivers of that and John Elstrott's entrepreneurship program was a, an early vanguard in this movement. But there were very few other players who really felt entrepreneurship was critical. In July of 2005, we hosted our first venture capital pitch. We had 22 companies that we're showcasing. We invited uh, venture capitalists from around the country to visit, and we actually thought we were making progress. And then one month later was Katrina. While he contends that Katrina wasn't the driving force in creating the entrepreneurial movement in New Orleans, Williamson definitely agrees that the scope of the devastation brought it to the forefront of everyone's mind and made it the rule rather than the exception. So, so I think the day after the Katrina, in a way, everyone became an entrepreneur. You had to rebuild your businesses, you had to restart your homes, you had to restart the city, you had to restart a university. But I, I believe what happened, the, the entrepreneurial mindset was extracted out of the community and forced people to do things they never thought they could do. And that was something that I think the city needed, was that entrepreneurial mindset. The second thing that happened is the closed insular networks that exist in the city that I believe was, was prohibiting growth and was uh, thwarting new change were fractured. And for the first time, you actually had a globally connected network where folks from around the world were coming into New Orleans. And so it started to shift the way we did things, and more importantly, the way we view how to do things. But it wasn't a locally 
organized network, it was a global network. And from an Ida Village standpoint, we had universities and Google and Salesforce and Cisco and TPG. This global network was now coming in to focus on New Orleans. And lastly, all the issues that existed in New Orleans, and, and New Orleans is an urban center with every single issue, we started to reframe it as an opportunity. How do we look at these challenges and how do we solve them ourselves? So the first time in my lifetime, people started to think we could change things, where in the past I, we think you couldn't. So with those three things, with, with uh, everyone becoming an entrepreneur, new networks, and New Orleans' mindset changing that we could be a laboratory for innovation change, attracted entrepreneurs from around the world, attracted new capital, and started to catalyze a new network of folks who believe that not only that entrepreneurship could transform the city, but maybe New Orleans could be a model for the world. Well, I would say we have made tremendous progress. I mean, New Orleans has now uh, been recently ranked at 64% above the national average in terms of entrepreneurial activity. We are the, the number one brain magnet in the country, the number two best city uh, for technology jobs, and specifically women technology jobs. And we're becoming a, a place where angel networks are starting up, and we're becoming a place where entrepreneurs are raising money and scaling. There's a possibility and there's a, an aspiration that maybe, and what if, New Orleans emerged as the hub of entrepreneurship for the South. I mean, you look at Silicon Valley on the West Coast, uh, you know, is a hub on the West Coast, and New York and Boston are the hub of the East Coast, but the South is wide open. And New Orleans is a natural hub for creativity, and certainly is, is a platform for convening the world to come together. But we have an aspiration by 2018 that New Orleans would be viewed as the hub of entrepreneurship for the South, where the world would come to New Orleans to connect into the entrepreneurial movement in the South. And we'll just regain our spot of how we start. We start as a port city that connected the world. But maybe New Orleans could be that place that the world comes to for entrepreneurship. And I do believe that the key to building a vibrant entrepreneurial community is about believing in your city. And I think there's no better city in the world where people care about it. And now people are coming here to be part of it. I think you're right about that, Tim. And look forward to a continuing surge in the number of startups in and around New Orleans. Well, that's our show. If you want to discuss entrepreneurism in New Orleans or any of the other topics we've had on the Green Room, feel free to contact us or just post your comments below. We'll do our best to get back to you. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us next time in the Green Room.